Welcome to the Purposeful OT Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Emily Riley, founder of Purposefully Home and co-founder of Functional Futures in Scottsdale, Arizona. As an occupational therapist and functional design consultant, I work closely with senior care communities, trades, pros, and others in the residential home build industry in order to minimize the barriers that exist within the built environment. Each week, we will explore functional, intuitive, and timeless solutions in order to create home and community spaces that empower you to live your life with purpose. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today on the Purposeful OT podcast. Today, we are sharing our experience about the Abilities Expo that came to Phoenix, and it was the first year that the Expo has made it to the Southwest. We were so excited to be able to attend. We were not vendors this year, but to be a participant and a guest gives us so much opportunity to meet and chat with a lot of different people. It's great to highlight our services and what we do at Purposefully Home, but as a guest, going to visit all of the vendors and guests that are kind of attending as well was just so much fun. I got to run into some students that I teach. I'm an adjunct instructor for an OT program here in the area. So that was really fun to see how excited they were. Um, Many of them aren't too familiar with OT if they're in their first year of OT school. So for them to really see all of the possibilities that exist for people with disabilities, and even clinicians and providers to be able to serve such a variety of demographics was a lot of fun. They just saw the gadgets and the technology and just all of the potential that exists um, is so fun to watch when people just don't really know So as a provider, getting to meet with vendors and learn about the latest technology, the latest inventions is really great because it allows me to better serve my audience. I can better serve the clients in the community. As a community-based occupational therapist, I work very closely with vendors, DME providers. I work with families, caregivers, and of course, the individuals in their home. So finagling things and being aware of the different service options and different equipment needs is very crucial to my role as an effective occupational therapist in order to make the lives of the clients I serve that much more enjoyable and easier for managing their everyday tasks. There were a few vendors that I am familiar with providing different equipment and highlighting their services. One most familiar to us is Megan Blau of Blue Copper Design. She is an adaptive interior designer. And if you look at one of our earlier episodes, She has been a guest on the Purposeful OT podcast. So if you are not familiar with Megan or her story, 
It is a really amazing one. She's an incredible person and certainly a very talented interior designer. So you can go check her episode out. But she was highlighting her design services at the expo. Ability 360 is one of our independent living centers here in Phoenix. And that is such an incredible facility for the disability community. It is an adaptive gym and they offer so many different resources and access to different services for people. And they had many of their adaptive sports teams playing. So getting to watch some football was really cool. Athletes are just so incredibly talented and tossing the ball, whipping around and tackling one another it was unreal. The expo highlighted a lot of different workshops. So they had some hands-on workshops, some educational workshops, and some demonstrations and activities for people to get involved with. There were a lot of fitness experts, those that provide different trainings, coaching, personal training, group fitness classes that were highlighted. Certainly the adaptive sports were probably the highlight of the activities that I got to observe. There were adaptive vehicles, there were adaptive um, campers, which speaking with a few different people, they emphasized how really cool it looks from the outside, all the latest and greatest but the functionality of some of those features weren't really realistic uh, for maybe a person in a wheelchair or a person with disability. Um, so it's really important to experience these expos and opportunities to interact for people that are not only healthcare and clinical providers, but also those that are looking to serve the disability community um, and those that are looking to create more inclusive spaces. Because if we only work on things that we may have read in research or read in a book or things that we observe and think could be really beneficial, we may find that our ideas may be a good idea but the execution really would benefit best by working with a team and really collaborating to get all of those different perspectives. So it was really great to experience the inventions and the equipment that exists, but also kind of highlighting some of the different features that maybe could be improved. So by meeting the different vendors and getting to know kind of their background and story, it also allows you an opportunity to connect. And maybe if that conversation, um, you know, it could easily lead to another connection for another resource or another person. I know as I was walking around and browsing, I ran into, as I mentioned, students, but I also ran into some community partners and friends. And that was a lot of fun because we all highlighted how much we just love our jobs and love what we do. 
that even on the weekend, even though it's technically work-related, it is a way for us to spend our our free time and our leisure time, um, just getting out there and learning. Being a continual learner is certainly something I'm probably a little bit too good at. I know I am proud of all of the work I've done and my parents certainly say so too, but it's time to implement some of that learning, but it's never too, it's never time to stop learning. And that's what participating in conferences and expos like these and different workshops that are going on um, are so important. Something I noticed too is not all of the participants or guests were people with disabilities and not all of them had children with disabilities, but there were some that have just come out probably because it's one of the, you know, social things to do now that things are opening up a little bit with all of the restrictions starting to be lifted here a little bit more freely than maybe in some other places. So keep an eye out. But it was just so great because there is a curiosity and there has been a lot more advocacy of inclusivity and accessible spaces and really allowing people in the disability community to get involved and participate in all of the things, not just certain um, aspects of everyday life, but really finding ways to adapt and modify the environment and the services and the activities for people of all ages, stages, and abilities to to engage and meet people and socialize and grow. Um, So the Abilities Expos are really fantastic. You should definitely check it out. If there's one that's coming to your area, you can go to abilities.com and it will highlight all of their locations and events that are going on. I am certainly hoping that they found our Phoenix Expo to be a success and that they are looking to return here. Some of the different vendors that were there certainly are not sponsoring this podcast in any way. And many of them I was not familiar with. So it was really great to interact and get to know some of them because a few, I had some clients that I am able to provide either the connection or start recommending these products to clients right away. One that I was most impressed with was this girl who had achieved her gold star for Girl Scouts by inventing a product. And it is so useful and just so simple that I was blown away. And to hear her story about how she came about this invention was just so special. Um, I'm trying to find the card here to highlight who she was, but she was just the sweetest and just so innovative. Definitely will be going very far in her life with all these ideas. Um, But she, oh, Ariella Hirsch created Helping Hand for Vets. And you can visit her story at helpinghandforvets.com. 
she created this incredible design for the back of the wheelchair. And by going to the website, you'll be able to actually download the instructions on how to create these holders. So basically this design allows people in wheel, like a manual wheelchair to have a moving arm um, that will like a hook that will help to hold bags. So Ariella, I'm sure could share her story much better directly, but in conversing with her and learning about where she even came up with this idea is she was selling Girl Scout cookies at the grocery store, as many of them do. And she observed someone in a wheelchair propelling themselves and they had to carry a gallon of milk in the grocery sack in their mouth because they needed their hands to be able to propel the wheelchair. And so Ariella shared that by observing this, she knew there must be something that existed or that she must create to be able to solve this problem. And now this design is under patent pending. So that way no one can make money on this idea. The the whole concept is to be able to better serve others. And I think her target market is for veterans, but this PVC design is so incredible that that story was just really amazing. So the Abilities Expo not only is a place for caregivers and individuals and providers to um, explore the actual medical equipment that exists, but it's an opportunity to connect and find these really innovative um, inventors and creators. There was another vendor there as well, and she had created this portable transfer sling, and it is designed to go underneath a person on an airplane when they are traveling. That way, if an emergency were to happen, it has handles and they could easily be lifted and assisted out of the seat um, to safety. But not only is it designed for that, it's a very versatile piece of equipment that is very lightweight. It comes in a very small bag and it can be folded really easily. So it was something as we were talking and chatting, I thought, this is really a great tool to be kept in everyone's home. Certainly if someone were to have a medical emergency or um, a fall and is not able to get up, this device is a really easy way to help somebody to a safer area um, or be able to just kind of help to reposition them. And also it could be something that we could just leave in our car for an emergency because we never know what could happen. And for those that are maybe outdoor enthusiasts that go um, backpacking and hiking, it's something that could compact really small. And maybe for if we happen to unfortunately injure ourselves on the trail or come across somebody that maybe has injured themselves on a trail, a device like this is so handy. So it's really great to just see what people are creating and all the versatility of these designs and devices. 
And of course, they, there are many medical devices that exist that, you know, we just may not see in our day-to-day lives. So going to conferences and expos like this are just a really fun way to see some of the things that are possible for people. Although, unfortunately, they are not always covered by insurance. So certainly funding can be a problem and a barrier to access, but to think about the the possibilities and the potential. And really that's where, you know, my role as a provider and a clinician come in because being able to work with clients and find some funding sources, possibly grant opportunities, fundraising opportunities, or just learning about some other organizations that are out there to be able to help people to access some of these devices. There are a few loopholes where insurances may cover some of these outlier um, items, but it really takes some know-how of navigating the system. So if there are any devices or pieces of equipment or things that are kind of on your dream board, then It's so great to participate in these conferences and expos because you get to meet some of these different providers, vendors, creators, just by creating that network and figuring out who knows how to navigate some of these complex systems and resources, then you never know who it is that either you can get connected to or who you might be in a conversation with that will allow them to help you um, access those devices or those much needed services. So never say never. Certainly things can feel like they are a never ending battle. I know so many clients that I work with just feel so exhausted trying to advocate for themselves and ask questions and feel like they're getting the runaround and getting depending on who answers the phone that day, getting so many different answers to maybe a simple, seemingly question. So this just is such a great example of how community can really come together just to problem solve and really come up with some solutions. So the Abilities Expo is definitely a major highlight that I'm so excited that I was able to attend. I joined my friend, Susie, who is an occupational therapist. She has moved here from New Jersey several months ago, and I was so excited when she invited me. I put it on my calendar, which I'm glad that I did because I have sometimes a bad habit of double booking. And of course, that same weekend, we can go all of this time where nothing is going on. There's no events, no um, commitments. And then, of course, has this happened to you where you make a plan and then all of a sudden everything happens in that same week or on that same day or within that same weekend? And the weekend of the Abilities Expo was definitely one of those instances, but because it is a few days long, and I should mention that the Abilities Expo is free, 
So you get to interact with all of these people, vendors. Of course, when there's an expo, there are lots of little freebies. Um, so if you need to stock up on chip clips or pens, hand sanitizer, um, there are usually a lot of those items at these expos. But there are the tickets. There are no tickets. It's a free, so it's good to register so you get the updates and the calendar of different events. But it was a free event, which is really wonderful. But at the same time, I had committed to attending a women's conference that was also here in the Valley, hosted in Scottsdale, the Powerhouse Women's Event. It is an opportunity for women that are in business, small business, looking to be entrepreneurs or are very successful entrepreneurs to come together and connect. They had this wonderful pajama party on Friday night. So we got to, if you purchased the VIP tickets, then you got to attend this such a fun night where everybody's wearing their pajamas. Actually, yes, people were wearing pajamas because it allows you to feel less vulnerable when you are meeting new people. If you go to business conferences or you go to networking events, it can be really intimidating because everybody is, you know, dressed really well and they can look to be a little less approachable because of the, you know, professional nature of that event. But when people are there to connect and network and still have those meaningful and deep conversations, but it's done in your pajamas, it makes it a little less intimidating and quite a bit more fun. So that was Friday night. And then Saturday was just a full day. I mean, full day, um, early morning until about dinner time of not only connection and kind of social interaction, but it was a day full of really wonderful speakers. I mean, just incredibly successful, very inspirational people that just have really wonderful stories that are able to share that with others in order to empower them and inspire and just help help one another. We have all been in places where we feel alone and isolated, where we don't really know where to turn. And as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, um, it can be really challenging. So this event was so much fun because I met really incredible women. If I didn't actually interact with them, I had the opportunity to you know, hear their stories and hear and just witness some pretty amazing transformations that people have experienced. But for those of the women that I had the opportunity to connect with and chat with, it was so fun. And now I am in this community of women that are so credible at chasing their dreams and their goals and now it is another opportunity for us to connect and see where we can use our network and our community to help one another and share with one another. So um, not only having that here in the community in Arizona, but extending that beyond Arizona, 
which I know for most of us, the last year and a half has been really challenging with it just being virtual connections. So creating these in-person connections has just been really wonderful. But in order to stay in touch with those that live beyond Arizona, um, I'm just so grateful that we have the resources and the technology for that access to stay connected and to stay in touch. So it was a packed full weekend and I am so grateful that I took those opportunities to say yes, check them out. As I mentioned, I went to the Abilities Expo with my friend Susie and not only is she an occupational therapist, but she has started her own business here. She had it in New Jersey as well, but now that she's living here, she's kind of starting fresh again. Um, and we'll have to invite her on the podcast to share a little bit more about her story and what it is she does, but she offers private one-on-one sessions for adaptive yoga and adaptive fitness. And I just think this is so well needed because occupational therapy is such a great profession. We are able to work with clients, not only to help them create their, their own lives despite disability or illness, but we are able to work with them kind of in a unique and creative way. But in some situations, it can be a little boring or mundane. And that's just, you know, while we're building, um, you know, different aspects of independence. But occupational therapy is not supposed to be boring. It is supposed to be fun and innovative. And I just think what Susie is offering and with her experience working kind of in the neuro world with people that have had um, maybe Parkinson's or brain injury, stroke, spinal cord injury. She and I share that love. Having that background really allows people to participate a little bit more. So we will have to invite Susie on so that we can hear her story and learn more about her services. But it was a lot of fun to um explore the abilities expo with her. So I am just, yeah, overwhelmed by all of the resources that I got. I still have them in a pile that I need to go through because I do want to follow up with many of the vendors, sending them emails, um, maybe setting up some meetings for those that are here locally but um, the resources were incredible and I highly recommend you check it out so that way you can mark your calendar when your Abilities Expo is coming or finding one that maybe you can travel to, whether it's a road trip or a flight, definitely well worth your while. So if you have any questions about more detailed experience um, that I might've had at the Abilities Expo, um, if you want to learn a little bit more about um, the specific vendors that I interacted with or that I had the opportunity to meet, then feel free to reach out. You can send an email to thepurposefulot at gmail.com. And if you have any suggestions for guests or topics you want to hear about, 
then go ahead and send those requests via that email. Or you can follow me at the Purposeful OT on Instagram or Purposefully Home. You can just tag us or send us a DM. We're always welcome to hearing feedback, input, and requests. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for tuning into the Purposeful OT podcast. I'm so excited to share this space with you, and I look forward to highlighting projects, sharing stories, and having really fun interviews to discuss the built environment. As an occupational therapist, there are so many different ways we can contribute to creating functional and inclusive spaces. So tune in each week to learn how you can implement simple concepts into your home space right now. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend, tag the Purposeful OT on Instagram, and share a photo of how you've implemented one of our tips and tricks. You can also head over to purposefullyhome.com and sign up for our newsletter to learn more about me and stay up to date on creative solutions to help transform your home.